to dance. Oh, me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Dawncast. I'm Dai Lee. And today I've got Lynn Padetti coming on to Dawncast to join me and co-present with me, in particular focusing on business, entrepreneurs, social entrepreneurs and anything business. So welcome, Lynn. Oh my God, I'm so excited to be here. I feel like an official presenter. It's always <laughs> been my dream and so it's really good to be here. <laughs> yeah, and so we've got today, we've got Justin Pagotto, is that right? Yes, Justin Pagotto. Yeah, I yeah. Well oh, done. Oh, thank God. I was going to ask you, did I pronounce it correctly? <laughs> You're Italian like I'm me. Not. I'm Italian as well. Padetti. <laughs> um, but yeah, really great to have you on board today because you're a social entrepreneur, exactly what I do, what I love. And not only that, you also have a business that helps the Philippines. So welcome and we want to talk more about that. Yeah, great to be here and I can't wait for you to fire questions away at me. <laughs> Far away. Right, I'll start. So, you know, we always really want to take people back to, you know, where they got started because it kind of really inspires people. So, yeah, take us through what made you decide to become a business owner or get into entrepreneurship? Uh, well, interestingly, you mentioned my Italian side. So, I'm half Italian, half Kiwi. So, I'm a very strange mix. It's a strange you mix. Know? <laughs> you know, so I can go for the all blacks when it suits me, you know, <laughs> and they win 17 years in a row. Um, but all things aside, I guess um, I come from a long line of business owners. So, on the Italian side, um, you know, five, six, seven generations of business owners, and my uh, Italian relatives came to Australia. One of them came just before the Great Depression uh, in 1929, and then they became builders and cleared the land and banana farmers, tomato farmers, deli owners, all those things. Um, and then the next generations went into other forms of business. But there is that strong history there. Yeah, Italians are amazing. Like I know. Ferraris, Lamborghini, they're all Italian, yeah, right? Yeah. And Gucci, they're all Italian. Like, what's with this Italian? I know, I'm buying farm, buying those lands. I mean, I uh, don't know where you are, Justin, but uh, here in the southwest, I know there are a lot of, um, you know, Italians who migrated here uh, after the Second World War. And, uh, yeah, farmers, delicatessens, there are still yeah. very many delicatessen uh, Italian owners here in Southwest Sydney. So yeah, so so basically what then, uh, what was, what drove you to, then to set up your business? Uh, well, originally uh, it was all about the family. And as, you know, this conversation progresses, you will see that, you know, I love seeing families thrive, but you have to see your own family thrive. But it also came from pain as well, because my parents got divorced when I was seven, you know, which was an incredibly painful thing. and. Uh, what that does to children, I have an older brother and a twin sister actually, um, what divorce does to a family is is huge. And so uh, when I became a dad, I didn't want the same thing to happen. So I was looking for, I worked in corporate for many years uh, in financial services and I was looking for how can I actually be around for my kids? And at that time I said, okay, let's become a, a values-based advisor and this incredible opportunity came. It was like it just, it just came God out of heaven your for prayers, me. Yes. Yeah, just the way it happened. Um, and so I started becoming a, a values-based advisor, but actually worked part-time for the whole time my kids before they went to school. 
and that was the driving force is to find a business that can help people but also to you know allow me to be around more for my children yeah tell me more about your business 1010 business is it yeah what how does it work what does it do yeah, well, 1010 Life, so that Life. is actually uh, helps families to thrive. And 1010 comes from, a you know, an ancient proverb which says, you know, I've come to give you life and life to the full. Okay, and so I'm really passionate about here uh, seeing families thrive. And one of the ways I do that is to help parents who, you know, life's not thriving for their family. Uh, and so, you know, you might have families who they're struggling to relate to their kids or the kids have been through some sort of trauma uh, or bullying or, or divorce or some sort of hardship. And the stories I've heard, particularly recently, there's a lot of pain in families. And so we help, our team helps uh, families get to the bottom of that. But the other thing which I do, which uh, you mentioned the Philippines is, and this is where the families come in. I went on a leadership uh, exchange in 2015 uh, over to do leadership training in some of the uh, areas in the middle of nowhere mm. in the Philippines. So not not to Manila, not to Cebu, not to um, Boracay. You know, we weren't laying on beaches. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, it was really to the middle of nowhere. And so I went once and, you know, as we were chatting last week, Lynn, I, I just knew I had to go on this, this trip. I don't know why, but I just felt like I had to go. And so I went once, fell in love with the country and fell in love with the people and then uh, my friend Mario and I said, you know, how can we help the Philippines? What can we do? Because charity is not the answer. And this guy came came to us, you know, let's start a, a Holidays with Purpose volunteering company that takes people to the Philippines to do these amazing life-changing adventures. And so uh, we started that in 2015. Uh, that was the genesis. And obviously COVID um, given yeah, us some significant yeah. challenges in that area, yes. let's say. Yes. But, um but yeah, the the idea is there, and and part of that is the families as well. So a lot of the stuff I do is very multi-dimensional. It's 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 projects, and there's things that weave in and out. Uh, and maybe we can talk about a bit more about some of those things. Yeah, I just want to take you back to uh, the conversation at uh, the start around, you know, the divorce of your parents, and how that impacted you to lead you to create the business. Uh, or, or, you know, to work from home. What was the impact and how did that influence your decision to set up, uh, you know, the business uh, that, that you've set up with uh, 1010, is that right? 1010 Live. Yeah, and, and also in the values-based financial advice practice. So that's what I did for, for many years and still do some of that as well uh, with our clients. Um, so really the pain of divorce you know, I can sum it up my own experience that, you know, it does leave a big hole hole in your heart because, you know, you you love your mum and your dad and you don't want things to end up like that. And, uh, you know, you don't see, most of the time you don't see one person for a significant amount of time. For me, it was my dad. And so that what that does to a child is is devastating, actually. So there was a lot of pain and, and, you know, people can deal with it in many ways. You know, they can turn to, you know, drugs and alcohol, mm. um, you know, to try and numb the pain or they can go into other unhealthy things around sexuality or they can do, um, uh, you know, become very performance orientated, you know, and try and get your identity from what you do. And I think mm. uh, mainly that was the way that I coped with it. And so, um, you know, it's probably the one that's the least, 
you know, it looks the best on the outside. You know, the performance orientated yeah. to go after things, but it's probably no less devastating on the inside than the other two that I mentioned. And so, you know, as I got through my teens and started to process some of the stuff around the divorce, I really thought, you know, what's the stuff in my heart that has to change? You know, what's his pain? You know, it's like a Band-Aid. I was getting some counselling and the people said, you know, Justin, we just have this image in our minds and we can see that your heart's like a, a uh, it's got this wound in there that hasn't been healed, but there's a Band-Aid on it, but underneath it, mm. you know, if you lift it off, it's still there. And so I went on this real healing journey uh, that was quite painful, actually, but uh, the reality is what's our choice? You know, when we've got these things in our lives that um, weigh us down or are, are burdens or and, – and everyone's got them in different ways. They just come out in different different uh, different ramifications or different uh, manifestations yeah. of it. But I thought, what am I going to do about this? Am I going to just uh, push this down and pretend it's not there or am I going to go on a healing journey? And so I decided to go on a healing journey and get set free of a lot of that stuff about performance orientation and learn about uh, my identity and being loved uh, and being loved for who I am and uh, unique and special. And I guess it's it wasn't a, a quick journey. It was over many, 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 many years um, that this went on. And all those experiences, I sort of put them up in the back of my head, as well as did fathering courses as well. I did a 10-week fathering course just before my son was born. And I just said, I'm going to make sure that I can do everything I can to be there for my family and to help my family thrive. Yeah, that's amazing. And so what would you say to people listening to right now and maybe they're in a relationship where they feel like I should stay for my kids and they you know they they haven't divorced yet and they are, are thinking they should stay for their kids and I know a lot of them a lot of people who do that um, what would you say to that well that is a big question <laughs> and, and you know it's it's hard to give a black and white answer to it but maybe I'll just share a few things that um, that resonate with me the first one is you know, we, we can only own our own stuff, okay? So in a lot of cases with relational breakdown, we're always looking for the other person to change or the other person to be fixed. But I've found, and this is one of the things we teach parents, you know, in 1010 Life, is that the greatest thing you can do is to actually uh, humble yourself and, and do the work on yourself and then learn and be the person you want the other people to be, mm. okay? And so the first thing I would say is, Admit that you've got a problem in your relationship. Don't leave it too long. It doesn't matter whether it's with your your partner or with your kids. You know, I just want to really encourage people, if you deal with things early, you can get on top of, of pretty much anything. But when things are left, and particularly in relationships with your partner, um, you know, I was talking to a lady the other day and she's got resentment that's been building up over four or five years. And I just said, and she sort of just said, well, I'm okay, I'm okay. And I just said, well, what are you going to do about it? Are you prepared to do the hard work to actually address it? And it will be painful, you know, just like lifting off the Band-Aid was with me. But yeah. what's, the, what's the other choice? You know, that you just continue on, continue on. And then when the kids leave home, that's why we see lots of people getting divorced or breaking up when their partners uh, when their kids leave leave school because they haven't got anything left. It was just the glue. So yeah. I would just say do everything you can to make your family thrive. Do everything you can to let 
love rule in the house. Do everything you can to say sorry and ask for forgiveness and to be uh, humble. And there's something very attractive about people who serve. There's something very attractive about people who are humble. There's something very attractive about people who give and, um, you know, without wanting things into return. So it's like, I think we need to recalibrate the way relationships are done Mm. uh, in the West. I think that you should actually even, you know, do these work before things go wrong. Because I think sometimes people just wait when it's too late, when there is a problem and they're like, all right, let's fix it. But I think, you know, the message here is like, let's work on it even when things are good Mm. and learn about yourself about the relationship. Absolutely. Well, what about this? You've you've hit a great nail on, uh, on the head that, you know, why, why be an ambulance at the bottom of a cliff when, you know, we invest in everything in our lives, don't we? We invest yeah. in our kids' education. I don't know about you two ladies. and <laughs> Invest but, in health, keeping ourselves uh, fit, you yeah. know, healthy, looking yeah. beautiful and all of that stuff. We, we do invest. in relationship <laughs> because it's, we take it for granted, I think. Yeah. You know, we invest in, you know, property or super or money mm. things, our businesses. But what about the very things, the most important thing, which is our family? Mm-hmm. Why aren't we investing in that and so i love what you're saying about be proactive and do everything we can and there's so many resources whether it's what we do or other people but there's so many resources and and as i said i did a 10-week course on fathering i said i'm going to get serious about this and i'm going to learn um and then you know that was 15 years ago and i've continued to invest in myself as a father but also in uh doing marriage courses um learning you know, admitting my mistakes, you know, it's a journey. And, and one of my friends put on Facebook yesterday, he said, you know, I'm a little bit sad for men who choose not to do the work. Yeah. Mm. And, yeah. Do you so, think that that's the case of men? And, and women, women it can be yeah. as well. But you know, I'm just saying, you know, that was his experience. He said he did a lovely post about the five women in his life. Um, he doesn't have any boys, even though he'd love some boys <laughs> to be uh, NRL supporters. Uh, he's a mad, <laughs> mad South supporter, uh, but he's trained his girls to be South supporters. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a beautiful post and saying, you know, do the work. You know, we all need to do the work and face things and realise that men, we're men, powerful. Men, yeah, I think men and women, are co- like you said, Lynn, well, it's not just. Uh, but uh, but pre- predominantly, I think men are less likely to it's seek a traditional thing, help, you know, isn't it? No, they don't seek help. For me, I think that men, it's just like, it's too, it's weak to kind of work on your feelings or express, you know. And I'm seeing a trend that it's getting better. I mean, for example, having this video right now, you're talking and you're a man and you're embracing it. And I think other mm. men will hear it and go, okay, you know, that makes sense. I should Especially act. Italian men. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Breaking like, the mould. Well, yeah, there's a lot of, as you said, there's a lot of pride. Like, you know, yes, but that's, again, what? What's pride, you know, what's pride getting us as yeah. men? Mm. Nothing. There's no positive investment return from pride in relationships. Relationships don't work when there's pride involved. It just doesn't work. Um, so, you know, so, you, no, sorry, go on. Go on. No, no, go on. Sorry. I was just going to say, so pride, you know, in relationships, it requires love, servanthood, gentleness, kindness you know, um, asking for help, you know, that's the DNA. And, and, you know, we have a huge male suicide problem in this country. Yeah. You know, it's a tragedy when there's all this stuff going on in our hearts 
you know, as men's hearts, but it's it's left there without being spoken about. So it's an absolute tragedy and, you know, I want to do whatever I can uh, while I'm on this planet to help men to uh, move forward from that. So is that what 1010 Life is about? Is that the work that you do around supporting um, boys, families, relationships? And how yeah, does it so work? 1010 10 Life, uh, it's quite an interesting thing. I kept seeing 1010 around on clocks and on my computer and even today. It's <laughs> your lucky number. You know, I saw, yeah, yeah, I yeah. just saw it everywhere for several years. And, you know, it is back to an ancient proverb that says, I've come to give you life and life to the full. Mm. Okay, so I just started to think about it. So the dots came and I connected it. You know, I love to help families thrive. So what it's really about is to help parents and encourage them to uh, raise happy, more confident, and also money-smart children. Uh, so there's three elements there. So there is the parenting space, but also, um, you know, a lot of kids have gone through trauma. And so, you know, I refer people in our team to people who are really good at getting, helping both the parent or the child to get through trauma, whether that's uh, various types. I won't go into them, uh, but there's some huge pain, you know, that I hear on a regular basis. And I said, well, you... You can get free of this. You can become free of the pain that's in your heart, again, if you let it into the light. Uh, and then the third one is encouraging relationships, you know. So being a parent is not always easy. You know, I've got three kids mm. uh, two years apart and, you know, it's fast-paced and, you know, you're running around, free Uber here, there and everywhere. <laughs> uh, but... You've got, just got to take the time to also nurture your relationship as well. Otherwise, as you said, what what you don't invest in will will uh, is, yeah. will have is cracks it, in it yeah. eventually. So, is your program you know? like um, a one-on-one coaching, or is it like an online course? Like you know, if- uh, it's a combination. So it's a combination of uh, online course coaching for both the kids and the parents, but also counselling. Not not from me because I'm not a registered counsellor, but from registered powerful counsellors who have got the runs on the board, also marriage counsellors. Um, you know, one of my, my friends who, who we started the Trips Plus with, you know, he and his wife are Filipino, um, Kuya, Mario and Rose, and they have brought many relationships back from the brink. Mm, many. Wow. Okay. You Amazing. know, that's, that's what they do. That excites them. Um you know, so we have a team of people and we just look at, you know, what are the problems in a family and how can we help them? So it's coaching, one-on-one, counselling, put it all in the yeah. mix. Because people forget, well. I mean, they want financial success or they want other things, but if, if they go home to a, a miserable relationship, they can't achieve all the other goals that they want as well. So mm-hmm. I really love the work that you do because I think it's so important and people take it for granted and then they wait till it's too late. Um, let's go back to that other business that you have, which we haven't spoken about much, which yeah. is the trip. So, you know, you mentioned to me about imagine you and your son going on a trip together, enjoying he doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't want to but, go with me. Okay, well, let's say <laughs> Well, it'd be interesting to explore why that is, but, but I'll, I'll explain. It's, it's teenager. <laughs> right? And then you actually do some charity as part of that trip yeah, too. Yeah, that so, sounds yeah, great. Yeah, love to hear about that. Yeah. So, oh, how old is your son, by the way? 17. Yeah. Okay, so he's getting close to flying the coop. So yes. I, I guess, so. He's not a kid anymore. Right. No. <laughs> right, but having said that, though, on our last build a lifelong model. So what what we do in Trips Plus, really, we, we looked at how can we transform the Philippines 
and then without using charity. Um, but then what's a what's a vehicle, what's the business vehicle or the social enterprise vehicle we can use to bring that change? And so that's where the Trips Plus, going on a holiday with purpose, where you go on a life-changing volunteering holiday, that's the vehicle which brings a transformation. But you know what? The people who come and get and go on these adventures are transformed as much as the people who mm-hmm. we help. This is the thing. That's why I said most of the stuff I do in life is very multifaceted and there's it's got a lot of depth to it. So we looked at one of the things, you know, a lot of business owners, my heart's for business owners in particular and entrepreneurs because that's, that's who I am. You know, we work long hours. So often yeah. uh, we don't always see a lot of our kids. So what I thought, and this was the genesis, a social enterprise, the way I define it is, is that you look for a problem that you want to solve in society, then you find a business way to solve it. Mm -hmm. That's the difference between a a for-profit business and a social enterprise. But you still want to make profit as well because you've got to be sustainable. So one of the things, as I said, I'm really passionate about uh, parents, in particular the dads and the kids, have building this heart connection. Because if you don't have a heart connection with your kids, I think, Everything else is a waste of time, you know. So the first thing you've got to do is develop a heart connection and that's one of the things we teach. So I thought, well, how can I uh, actually do this? And I thought back to the SAS course I did on fathering, you know, back in 2005. And one of their great tips was take your kids on a one-on-one holiday. So I did that for many years. Take one of them for a week and went on a one-on-one holiday. And what happened in the kid's heart was so amazing. You know, they just, I noticed that for months afterwards, they were just, you know, the heart connection was there. They loved me. They wanted to hug me. And they said, you know, that that (laughs) was the best. They don't normally want to hug you. Yeah. So that was the best ever, right? So it was like I had this aha moment of what happened in 2005, merging after I went to the Philippines. So I said, why don't we do that with kids? you know, and parents and take them to the Philippines. But then why don't we add another element? Because my original element didn't have any charity or volunteering work in it. So I said, why don't we add another powerful element? So the concept for build a lifelong bond with your kids was born. So what they are in essence is kids between 7 to 17 or 8, eight to 18. We did have people who are older than you. your one son. You left. Yeah, yeah. We did have 18-year-olds come with their parents after they finished the HSC oh, and loved wow. it. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm trying to get him on to – because he's finishing his HSC or high school um, certificate this year, well, IB, and I'm still trying to get him to go on one more trip with me before he says no more, but he says no. I'm going to go if anywhere I'm going to go with you only for seven days. So, but I will definitely will look into it. But anyway, yeah, us, well, 10 yeah. days, 10 days. Just say, give me 10, we'll have a compromise. Anyway, yes. so what we do in these is we go away to the Philippines and then we work with the Philippines' largest charity provider. You know, been around for 25 years in 3,000 communities, uh, have a great goal to to bring 5 million people out of poverty by 2024. So we started looking for trusted partners and they're always doing good stuff, whether it's building a house, whether it's an environmental cleanup on one of the islands uh, or feeding programs in the slums or repainting schools. 
we basically find a charity project and then the parents and the kids go and they do that for two or three days. And then the other seven days, we do amazing things like waterfalls, island hopping. Um, that is amazing. I, I, you've sold it. You've sold it. Uh, Justin, yeah. you, don't, you don't have to go. Visa or MasterCard. You know? <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, so, but what, what the joy I get out of it is the joy both in the parents' and the kids' hearts. You know, and we've got on our, our YouTube channel just interviews with the kids and the, the parents and just to hear what goes on, that's why I do it, yeah. you know. And so, uh, plus it helps the Philippines. So, it's a, yeah. you know, it's a win-win situation. Um, and the other thing we do is medical missions. So yeah. uh, we take a team of uh, doctors, dentists, nurses, and non-medical people. So I'm not a medical person, but 50% of our team is non-medical. But we take this group of people and we go and we find the regions where they can't afford medical or dental cover. So things for us like 40 pesos is, you know, $1. twenty or something like that. You know, some of these people in the areas we go can't even afford that yeah you know what yeah. we take that lynn can maybe oh yeah so we completely connected i was you know we understood that because you know i do a lot of charity work in the philippines and i was like oh my god because whenever i go friends would say take me there next time and i'm like i don't know how to yeah. make it really work but like it's so transforming because even though i was born in vietnam um i know what poverty is but you forget you live in australia and then you just get on with life but every time you go back i just have a few months of just wanting simple things you know you just change yourself again you kind of need this refresher for yourself but also imagine yeah. for your kids i feel like my kids are always wanting this toy that toy and i'm just like i need you to go to the philippines yeah so just to humble yourself and to know that you're so spoiled so i think um this is something i, I dreamt of creating i said i want one day to create trips for my clients and for friends to actually come on so definitely this is we're going to be talking eventually yeah. about it yeah. but i know that you you know, going there multiple times, you'll always feel transformed again and again because you forget, you worry about the stuff that you worry in Australia, which is... Yeah. yeah, and the reality is that you cannot get greater joy from serving someone who can't repay you. You know, yeah. I was in the in the Philippines in... Uh, I love that first quote. First weeks of February. Yeah. There was, there's that a quote. Was yeah. there, there was there, now, there is a quote. I said, there's no greater joy than giving... Uh, you know, when you know that you you won't get back. Yeah, that's what he just said. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that, I know, I know. So there is quite, that's what I'm saying. You it's paraphrased great. it a bit. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember who I got yeah, it from. Yeah, that's but, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, there's I a thought... couple of quotes that are very similar like that. Yes. But it's actually true, mm. you know. So I came back uh, February the 15th um, after we did 968 free clinics um, in the Philippines, or 968 people we served in the free clinics. And I came back on cloud nine, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and all the trips I come back on, mm -hmm. whether I go down and visit my friends who are doing goat farming in Mindanao or the medical missions or schools. So we also take schools to go on service learning trips and you can have a faith or a uh, non-faith element, doesn't really matter, but people to go away and there's, you get gratitude, yeah. uh, you know, not having the latest iPhone really doesn't matter. Um, thankfulness, it bonds the kids together, um, you know, all those things. So I really hope borders open soon. So yes. not I only know. me can go back, but um, um, and you we'll, build. We'd love to join you. We'll see. Yes, yes we'll definitely um, we'll talk about that. But in setting up that business, the 1010 Life, 
Justin, how, what were the challenges? How difficult was it? Like, was it a, a smooth journey to get to where you Never. are now? <laughs> <laughs> no, so all my businesses, you know, whether the social enterprises, 1010 Life and Trips Plus or the financial business or even uh, an ethical uh, supply business that I had, there's always challenges. There's always things that go wrong. There's always, um, yeah, something coming up. But that's why having the vision is so important. You know, my heart burns for the Philippines mm-hmm. um, after that first trip and I can't give it up. You know, when I go and I see the smile on the people who we give medical clinics for or when we build a house and or when we go to the slums and sponsor a feeding program or when I see the families, um, the joy on their faces when they come and their hearts get knitted together, you know, that actually makes it all worthwhile. Because let's face it, like sometimes being in business is actually a lot harder than, you know, working for someone else. Yes. (laughs) You you have to have that vision to sustain you. Um, And that's why having a purpose-driven business is so powerful because you can, you know, that just motivates and burns in your heart so much. Yeah. Yeah, definitely purpose is a very big one. What would you say three other tips that you could give to someone who's in business, going through some challenge right now and just want need to know what are the three takeaway they could have to kind of just push it through in business? Um, have systems. So you must have systems. You know, so if you're doing things differently all the time, so find out what you're doing regularly and systematise. Mm-hmm. You know, um, automate is closely linked to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've just uh, found this great software called Groove, which I'm not a techo, um, but I didn't like in- integrating various things. Um, but I found one software that's going to have everything it in it. Yet. Okay, I'm checking it out after this. Okay, <laughs> so I will send you some links on that, don't you worry. Um, but, you know, that works for me. So having automation and having your process and then outsourcing, you know, which is your business. Yeah. And this is not a paid plug, by yeah, the way. Uh, outsourcing angels. <laughs> uh, got that word. No, but, um, you know, I couldn't do what I do without outsourcing. It's just, it's impossible. So yeah. I have, uh, you know, people I use in the Philippines for various jobs in various cities and I just couldn't do it without it. So they're the three things, systems, yeah. automate, and outsource. Yeah, those are the, definitely those. Sayo. Sayo. Sayo biscuit commercial, doesn't it? <laughs> what, what, are, what have been some of those, have there been dark moments along those journeys of setting up your business? What, what, what can you give us one or two oh. examples of those dark she moments? She loves the story. So bring in, bring in the details of, of, of that dark moment story. Oh, well, I'm trying to think which one because there's a, there's, there's a so few, many. I'm trying to think out which one's the best ones. Um, you know, I think sometimes when you're doing social enterprises, um, the people you deal with aren't always uh, trustworthy. So we had one I, case not I wasn't not, in trips, trust. not in trips <laughs> plus, not in trips plus, but and not in um, ten ten life, but in. In, others. in my other uh, ethical, mm. when I was trying mm, to teach mm. businesses how to buy ethically, there were some who took the info that we had and went and did it themselves, mm. which... Become unethical. <laughs> how ironic. You know, so that's mm. difficult. Um, Trust, so isn't it? So if, if just based on that, when you work with people and you really trusted people and you think, let's you know work together or you come on board, 
um, and when you lose that trust, what? How do you get yourself through that 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 dark moment? Because do you completely lose this at a, at the next um, uh, opportunity when you deal with somebody else? Do you have that kind of flag, and then you don't trust, or th- does your trust diminished for doing business with people? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good question. Um... And Lynn, Lynn may be able to talk to a bit of this in the Philippines as well. But um, I think what you've got to do is continue to believe that people are inherently good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? So even when you meet some who aren't. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, I could have thrown up my air, my hands in the air and said, you know, we're done in the Philippines many times. Mm-hmm. You know, just through various things getting ripped off or someone not doing what they said they were going to do. Mm-hmm. But then I counterbalance that with, you know, the the charity we work with, Gawad Kalinga, just I'm in awe of who they are and what they do. So, you know, you get these bad experiences, but at the same time you meet these incredible people who are just amazing. Um, and so you, you can't let... If you let bitterness or, or unforgiveness rise in your heart, that's not going to help you. You know, I heard another great saying, um, which is, you know, if you hold bitterness and unforgiveness in your heart, it's like swallowing poison and hoping the other person will get sick. Yes, yep. I, I, know, I know that one too. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, you know, it captures it, doesn't it? Yeah. So, um, you know, if I let my heart get get damaged or if, you know, if in families, if... Um, so with my kids, if, if something that I let happen to me and then I shut down, who's the loser in it? Me. Yep. So that's the way I look at it. I've got to keep my heart clean, deal with what's going on in my heart, forgive, release, let go. Um, but then also try and learn something from uh, it as well. So because yeah. <laughs> being wise is a good thing as well. Yes, you know, so yeah. trust. You wouldn't repeat the same mistake same, again, but no. I guess you yeah. can never be 100% sure who you meet. Um, but at the end of the day, we live in a world with people and we need to succeed together and we have to, you know, um, still work with people. So we still have to trust. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things I've learned, this is probably the hard way, but uh, when I'm um, working with people, like I'll give them a couple of little things to do first rather than, you know, I used to just go all out and give and give and give. Um, and then, you know, that's when the problems happens. Where You know, just build slowly and slowly yeah. and get the other person to see whether they are trustworthy. And uh, it's a much better way to yeah, do Yeah, I'm learning that actually because I just throw my heart out. You know, I'm, I have so much love. I'm like, ah, I get excited. But it's me that's causing the pain for myself because I'm getting way too excited ahead of myself. Yes, I, I know. I, I'm the like you, Lynn. Yes, oh, you want to yeah. collaborate? Yes, oh, you want to work together? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So, yeah. But, you know, and over time, you know, the relationships, of good relationships are built up over time, you know, and there's a trust and there's an honour and respect and, and even just uh, enjoying one another's company. Like when I go to the Philippines, regardless of whether um, I'm doing a project with Gawad Kalinger or not, you know, I have dinner with the, some of the Gawad Kalinga people. I have dinner with all sorts yeah. of people, regardless of whether we're doing anything on that trip, because I like them, respect them, love them, and enjoy hanging out with them. And a byproduct of that, that trusted relationship is you'll do just amazing things, you know, yeah. as opposed to going in, seeing that person just as a transaction or as a, you know, as an opportunity. When you love people and trust them and are good friends, 
so many great things can come out of it. Mm. So if people want to get in touch with you, Justin, what's how, how uh, best should we send them your way? Okay, so probably LinkedIn's a great way because um, I've got all the things that I do on there. So LinkedIn, Justin Pagotto. I think I'm the only Justin Pagotto in the world. <laughs> really? That's a unique name, is it, really? Yeah. So oh, there you go. I don't think there's anyone else. Um, so you, tra- then, trade mar- you should trademark it then. <laughs> you don't need to. <laughs> um, and then, you know, for families who want to get uh, practical advice about how to raise um, – more happy, more confident children and money smart as well. We haven't even talked about the money no, smart. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. You know, about being a financial freedom ambassador, um, which helps kids. It's a 12-month course, which helps kids how to be money smart but also start and run their own businesses. So oh, I bought that it for my so kids. I'm sending my son your way, yes. Justin. My son too. We've got, I've got a 17-year-old yeah. like you. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to send him your way. <laughs> Because he's very keen. Um, so it's an online course. Yeah, yeah well, it's he's, an he's online very course. Keen. And the reality of this course, like this is not my course, but I'm an ambassador for it because uh, I loved it so much. But they start 12 businesses in a year. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, my 11-year-old son, we're putting stuff up on eBay on the weekend and learning happens yep. when you're earning. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I yeah, love that's that because, reality. you know, I, I went to uni to learn business when I finished four years. I didn't understand how to make money still. And when I got out as an entrepreneur, I'm like, oh, you just buy something cheaper and sell it more higher. Oh, that's how you make yeah. money. I could have learned that in a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so anyway, so for parents who want to learn about that, they go to 1010, so 1010life.com.au. Okay, and that will give you the parenting tips uh, and the money tips. I can the money course I can share in a separate link with with you ladies, and you can send it out however you want. Absolutely. And then on the Trips Plus, um, if you go to tripsplus.org, so T R I P S uh, plus P L U S dot org, that will show you all our trips and um, our social media channel as well. Thank you very much, uh, Justin. Um, so that was Justin Pagato, uh, the founder of 1010 Life, as well as Trip Plus. We will share his links in the businesses on the uh, vodcast when we release it. But thank you for joining us. And if you want to hear more stories like this, please click the subscribe link below to our YouTube channel. We hope that you will join us. And uh, I'm Dai Lee. And I'm Lynn Peretti. And don't forget to press the bell button too so that it will notify you when the videos are up. Thank you. See you then. Bye. Thanks so much.